Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 45 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets now before we talk some lines today dive deep into the action across all of the slates take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the talking the line podcast on whether that be on youtube or on your favorite podcast directory if you could be so kind and you do have a few moments go ahead and also smash that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating all that good stuff we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and last but not least head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find all of the ttl Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates joining us for today's show. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for coming along with us. It's about that time that I bring in the co-host of the Talking the Line podcast, a young man who's ready to get this money shipped steered back in the right direction. A young man who has been cashing tickets with me for quite some time, and we have just hit a brief bump in the road, if you will. However, he is still gassed up that his white socks appear to be staying hot, so the smile remains planted firmly on his face. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing uh, just fine. You know, uh, like you said, a little bump in the road, but uh, things are going to get steered back on the right track. They always do. My Sox uh, already take the first two games out of our cart from the Cardinals. Got plenty of Cardinals fans, friends that I get to talk my shit to. So, uh, sure. like you said, the sure. smile is still here, and uh, we're going to get this shit back on the right track. Yep, you always love to uh, be able to get your jabs in there when uh, you have uh-huh. some of your buddies' yeah. rivalry teams coming in to face the Sox. I know right. that always makes you happy. Yeah, so. like I said yesterday, it's not always uh, the Cardinals coming to town, so i got to take advantage whenever I can. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we did have a bit of a rough day yesterday, and uh want to kind of preface that to start the show. Um, first and foremost, thank you guys for ha- sticking with us and continuing to hammer in bets with us. Um, if the bets aren't winning, obviously we're losing them too. So we're just not giving them out to you and, and you're losing them. So first and foremost, we spend hours and hours of our lives diving through these numbers, diving through all this stuff. And then some days it just doesn't shake out the way that we wanted it to. Um, we 
definitely do this with a purpose, with a passion, and scroll through these with um, all the knowledge in our mind and still it's gambling, baby. So mm-hmm. you're going to have those days. You're going to have them. And, uh, you know, the main thing is new day, fresh day, positive vibes. It's behind us. We're ready to get it rocking and rolling. But since we are a full transparency show, we will give you yesterday's recap just right quick. Now, our mags did have the lone win of the TTL crew yesterday, taking the Lakers minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. They uh, played very great against the Suns, so you love to see that. At least we got one win, had yep. a little bit of dough to put in the pocket. Uh, other than that, his other two bets lost, and that's first five minus a half and the Astros money line. And then me, back-to-back 0 for three days. I have never gone over since I started handicapping. I went back and looked through all of my previous numbers and I have never gone over. I don't know what happened. I think it's just one of those weird MLB days from the combination of the Cardinals kicking the ball all around the yeah, diamond with, with that rough. under, the combination of all of a sudden Charlie Morton shows up and deals the game of his season and Boston decides that they can't hit the ball at home anymore uh, for that over. And then the 11 streak winning team in the Tampa Bay Rays decide that they're going to let the Kansas City Royals bring that streak to an end, mm-hmm. which none of that made any sense to me. But uh, hey, such is life. That is gambling, baby. And uh, two for Tuesday parlay, both lost. Absolutely brutal. Marlon should have got it done. The Yankees gave up that two-run bomb to Vladdy and couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a bizarre day across yeah. the board. I mean, uh, the Yankees, I mean, I think Corey Kluber had some injury issues. He got pulled. That was one of our big keys as far as why the Yankees were first five going to take care yep. of it. He goes after, uh, you know, like 40 pitches is something like that and like you said the cardinals defense booting the ball around the diamond is an understatement they they basically they they look like they're playing soccer out there honestly i mean if you if you played our plays they obviously lost bad but it wasn't because we were just so far off if you stop by listen to the analysis yesterday i mean i gave you weather stats for crying out (laughs) loud for my fucking plays and they still didn't hit so needless to say with all that being said we dove through today's lines we scoured them hard and spent some extra time to make sure we have that value for you now on today's show it is an absolutely jam-packed loaded episode we have our mag's best bets as always he's got three coming at you i got my best bets as well three more coming at you from there if you haven't been to a wednesday episode yet our special play of the day is a Wednesday Warrior. Now, we call them that because that is a team that has battled to cover their spread regardless of what spot you put them in, whether they are a dog, favorite, home, away, day's rest, whatever the case may be, they battle to cover. So we will be bringing back the Wednesday Warrior, a new implementation as of last week. We brought in the parlay pop-off for Wednesdays, give you a little extra juice. We combine one of Mag's plays, one of my plays, and then the Wednesday Warrior for some real juicy odds. And let me tell you, I am loving this week's parlay mm-hmm. pop-off. Yeah. I have a good feeling. Good feeling we're getting this bad boy to the window today. We got last week's, right? Was that the one where two of them pushed and yes. we got the third one cashed? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're that's sure a win. Cashed that's it. a so win. It's, it's a win. We're going for 2-0 and on this bad boy for the parlay pop-off. Uh, the Moneyline Dice had the Tigers' money line yesterday, and they are back to 500 on the week. The Tigers obviously lost, so the Dice look to uh, get to that 2-1-1 record today, mm-hmm. and we got a solid matchup for them to roll on as well. My apologies if you... Uh, Decided to ride me on Colts Daily Draw. 
Uh, that sounded a little weird. However, um, I lost it in the last possible inning. I could have lost it in Jack Flaherty. Uh, don't know what in the heck was going on with his defense. He could get no support whatsoever. And it lost there. Now, however, I did look at a few matchups today. It might be making another appearance. Mm-hmm. I might just be risky enough to do it. And I think I'm liking it. So keep your eyes peeled on Twitter. Uh, see if I'm going to post that daily draw today or not. And last but not least, before we get into it, if you want all of our best bets, all of our plays, everything you don't see on the Talking the Line podcast, every show, be sure to follow us on the Action Network HQ app. Uh, you can follow at Talking the Line for the full page. You can follow at Cash underscore with underscore Colt for me, and then at RMAGS in all caps for my partner to the left. Make sure you follow us all there. You'll be able to get every single bet we put in up to the second we decide to track it. So make sure you're following us there and let's cash some damn tickets. Yeah. Now, without further ado, speaking of cash and damn tickets, I'm ready to get into it. I'm tired of giving you guys all this nonsense. So cut the banter. Cut the nonsense. Forget all the gossip that you could go and get at every other media outlet. You come here to cash tickets and run them to the window all night long. Now, my partner, he said, man, we got to get this ship turned around. I ain't got no more time to be losing tickets. All we do around here is win and fill those money bags full. I said, you're damn right, partner. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be losing anymore either. What do you got today? He said, oh, I found some value, bub. I looked high and low, and I got some value today. So without further ado, as always, partner, you have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. All righty. First play of the day. I've got three out of the MLB today. I'm going to take one that my partner took yesterday, and I'm feeling feeling nice and confident about this one again, uh, despite what happened yesterday. We've got Cards versus White Sox under eight and a half. We've got John Gant on the mound for the Cards and Carlos Rodon on the mound for my White Sox. These offenses have cooled down a bit, and despite the score of last game, don't be fooled by eight to three. If you watch the game, as we've already talked about, we cannot overstate it enough how brutal St. Louis's defense was in this game. It was the quietest. The Sox jumped out to a four no, four nothing lead, I think, in the first two innings. Quietest four nothing lead I've ever seen in my life. Not an overstatement. Sox have been a little shaky versus right-handed pitching over the last week or so. 209 batting average last five games, and John Gant has been rock solid this season and even better in May. Uh, he holds a 1.84 ERA and on the C- uh, in May and on the season a 1.42 ERA on the road. Carlos Rodon has been even better this season. He has a 1.27 ERA and a .8 WHIP. Only one of his starts has allowed over one earned run. He's been going at least into the sixth, sometimes the seventh. Uh, a few trends here. We've got um, under is 4-0 in Gant's last four starts after a Cardinals game allowing five or more the day before. Under is 4-0 in Sox's last four games during game three of his series. Under is 4-0 in Rodon's last four starts on grass. Under is 4-1 last five in Chicago. Under is 12 and 5 in their last 17 meetings between these two teams. Like I already said, do not be fooled by yesterday's score. These offenses are not quite tearing the cover off the ball, and I'm loving both of these pitchers that have a stellar performance today, partner. Okay. 
I, uh, I'm not going to discount any of the uh, analysis. I absolutely love where you're coming from here. However, I think I'm going to steer a little bit of away from it. Not saying that your play isn't mm-hmm. great. Not saying your analysis isn't great, but being burned on the exact I same play you. yesterday. I'm not too eager to hop right back on it. And kind of similar to how everybody was talking about Flaherty yesterday. Oh, he can't win them all and pitch great in all of them, right? Maybe one of those Radon moments, maybe one of those John Gant moments. So I can I'm going to stay just a little bit away. But if you do like it, if you liked my analysis from yesterday and like his today, I suggest you hammer in that yeah. Chicago White Sox versus Cardinals under eight and a half. I mean, I can feel you. But, uh, you know, Giolito and Flair, Flaherty on the surface are, you know, the team's aces. And I'm not going to quite disagree with that. But so far this season, I would say Gant and Rodon have been at least, you know, ERA numbers have been better than both of those two guys. Flaherty, that was the first day Flaherty didn't get a boatload of run support. Um, and he's he's been solid, no no question. But I think both of these guys have been a little bit better than, uh, you know, the guys yesterday. So, first play, Cards versus Sox under eight and a half. There you have it. Second play, out of the Dodgers and Astros game. I took a little bit of action in this game yesterday. I'm going to flip a little bit here and take Dodgers' first five money line at the Astros. Trevor Bauer versus Luis Garcia on the mound today. I've got a couple things that I like in this game. First is Trevor Bauer. Bauer is pitching as well as anyone in baseball right now. In May, he holds a 1-1-4 ERA with 37 Ks over 23 and two-thirds innings pitched. Over his last two starts, he has combined for 13 in the third inning, four hits, zero earned run, and 21 strikeouts. Dodgers are fifth in the MLB in first five runs and are actually better on the road with a 308 average. I believe they are fourth on the road in first five runs. They will be facing Luis Garcia, as I mentioned, who has been respectable but is going to be outmatched by this LA offense. Uh, in May, he holds a 405 ERA, so pretty uh, pretty far from uh, you know the same as Trevor Bauer there. This Dodger offense is punishing right-handed hitchers, pitchers right now. Over their last five games, they're hitting 276 batting average, 366 OBP, and 8.76 runs per nine. Compare that to Houston's last five against righties. They're hitting 226 batting average, 287 OBP, and three runs per nine. I think Trevor Bauer is going to lock these Astros down to one or zero runs, and I think these Dodgers get at least three on the board in the first five innings, partner. Now, this one I am rather confident on with you. Uh, I will not have any qualms or anything to say about it. I'm riding it full, hot, and heavy with you. I love the Dodgers' first five money line. Can't say anything more on that one for you. Yeah, Trevor Bauer is a little too hot for me right now. All right, so there's one and two, partner. What's number three? Number three. Another uh, another game that we've already talked about this week, or another matchup that we've already talked about this week. I'm taking out of the Padres and Brewers game. I'm taking the Padres money line. You've got Chris Paddock on the mound versus Adrian Hauser. After a rough April, Paddock is looking very solid in May here. Over three outings, he has recorded 13 innings pitched, two earned runs for an ERA of one three eight. The pods are 3-0 in those three starts, giving Paddock some absurd run support, winning all three of those games by a combined score of 40-5. to You heard me right, 40-5, to 16-1, 13-3, to and 11-1. to Adrian Hauser cannot say the same right now. In May, he holds a 5-6-8 ERA and is coming off a six-earned run start versus Cincy last week. Brewers are 1-3 in his May starts. We mentioned it earlier in the week, but the pods are rolling right now and are looking like the team we all expected them to be. Bounced back last night with a nice win in Milwaukee. Over their last 10 games versus righties, they are hitting 255 batting average, 348 OBP, 
and 7.25 runs per nine. Brewers offense is a little, little chilly right now. Last 10 versus righties, 210 batting average, 296 OBP, and 4.6 runs per nine. Like I said, Padres are just a little too hot for this Brewers team to keep up with without any of their aces on the mound. If you get Corbin Burns or uh, Brandon Woodruff, might be a different story. But with Adrian Hauser, I think the Padres are going to light up, uh, not Miller Park anymore if they changed it, but either way, either we know way. what Miller you're talking Park. about. It's Miller Park. We know what you're talking about. So Padres money line is my third and final play. All right. I would have to uh, agree with you on that one. I did get burned on the Padres money line at the beginning of the week. So mm-hmm. I'm going to only go a little half unit on mm-hmm. this okay. one. But I also like your play here. Some of the uh, numbers there as far as pitching and uh, that Milwaukee Brewers offense. Pretty cold, even though that they uh, did have a good game on Monday. So right. I'm going to ride with you a little half unit on that bad boy. So if you didn't catch all three of Mag's plays today, don't worry. We will recap all of our best bets here in just a little while once we get through the next couple segments. Now, our Mag's got his out of the way, gave you the value he found, told you what you need to lock in if you want to run some tickets to the window today with him. Now it's my turn. I told you I got three picks coming at you today. I searched high and low and I'm ready to give them to you. So it's time for my best bets of the day. Starting things off. The first matchup that I'm going to and taking a pick out of, I am headed on over to the matchup between the New York Mets and the Colorado Rockies. This game is played in New York and I am taking the Mets first five money line. Let me tell you why. You have Jermon Marquez on the mound for the Rockies and Marcus Stroman on the mound for the Mets. Now, Stroman has been quite solid this season. He's had nine starts. He is three and four overall, has pitched 52 and two-thirds innings, has a 2.73 ERA, 43 Ks, has allowed 11 walks, has allowed a batting average of 232, an OBP of 278, 613 OPS, and a 265 BABIP. One thing I wanted to fix with that, I told you guys wrong on that stat yesterday, BABIP is batting average with balls in play. So kind of similar to what I told you yesterday, except it's the balls in play. So when balls are in play, they're not uh, having too high of a batting average against Marcus Stroman. Now, Stroman has faced the Rockies already once this season, and it was actually in Colorado where the Rockies have absolutely tore opposing pitchers to pieces. The Mets won that game 2-1, to one, and Stroman pitched lights out. Now, he gets to go home and face this same exact Rockies team that dips off severely at home the or on the road mm-hmm. the rockies on the road 29th in the mlb in batting average 204 29th in the mlb in obp 273 and 30th in the mlb in ops with 555 their sticks are hot when they're at coors field but they do not have them at all when they are away from home no. now stroman's this will be stroman's 10th start his fourth start at home, and actually his first start at home since 5-11. Now, why do I mention that? Because this is going to be Strowman's first start in front of a 100% mm. capacity crowd at City Field. Okay. He is going to be ready to put on a show for his hometown fans. And two of 
Strowman's three wins have come at home for him so far this season. Marquez has had 10 starts on the season, 52 and a third innings pitched, 4.82 ERA, has 56 Ks, but has struggled with command, allowing 30 walks over that same span, has allowed a 266 batting average, 362 OBP, 769 OPS, and 348 BABIP. So when those balls are in play, the teams are spraying them all over the field on him. He has had command issues all season. As I just mentioned, three out of his four losses have come on the road, has not been a very good pitcher on the road, and he actually faced this Mets team in Colorado. The Colorado Rockies did one, did win 7-2, to two, but the two runs that were given up were given up by Jermon Marquez. Okay. So, just told you how the Rockies are at home, as to be expected, but Jermon has already struggled once against the Mets so far this season. First five inning runs per game, the Mets are averaging 1.88 at home compared to the Rockies averaging 1.40 first five inning runs per game on the road. And first five inning runs per game allowed is the big kicker here for me. The Mets are averaging 1.88 first five inning runs allowed at home, and Colorado is averaging 3.5. Oh, first five inning runs per game allowed on the road. All of that is leading me to my first play of the New York Mets first five money line. Lock it in. I love it, partner. I uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to hesitate when you got the Rockies on the road and Marcus Stroman on the mound there. Yeah, that's kind of how I was feeling. That's how I'm looking at this one. Good vibes. Good energy. Good vibes. I'm getting back on the winning track. There's my first pick of the day. My second pick of the day. Rocking and rolling over to the matchup, second game in the series between the Atlanta Braves and the Boston Red Sox. In this matchup, I'm taking the Boston Red Sox first five money line. And once again, let me tell you why. You have Drew Smiley on the mound for the Braves, the lefty, and Nick Pavetta, the monster, on the mound for the Red Sox. Pavetta's had nine starts so far this season, pitched 47 and two-thirds innings, and he is 5-0 and overall so far this season. He owes a 3.59 ERA. That's due to one or two games getting just a little touched up. However, he's been solid. 50 Ks so far, 24 walks, had a little bit of uh, early season struggles in the walk to Department, but is only allowing a 205 batting average, 306 OBP, a 634 OPS, and a 271 BABIP. So like he that. has been murdering opposing teams and has been solid. Not to mention, he has been more than solid against some of the core players in this Braves lineup. Acuna holds a 176 batting average in 17 plate appearances. Albies, 174 batting average in 23 plate appearances. Sandoval, Ofer in 8 plate appearances. And Swanson, 250 in 24 plate appearances. Okay. And Marcelo Zuna, if you didn't see the sliding play in the third, he's out for today. He ain't going to be back in. Looks like that hand's pretty messed up. He might be on the IL for quite some time. So I love that. Smiley, the lefty, seven starts this season, 37 innings pitched, two and two overall, 5'11 ERA, 33 Ks and 13 walks. Now where I'm really looking is his stats. 254 batting average allowed, a 318 OBP, 854 OPS when he gets runners on base, opposing team mashes the ball around the field, and a 253 BABIP. 
Now, the Braves are 5-1 and one in their last six games overall, if you've been paying attention. So you might be a little leery, but that one loss came with Drew Smiley on the mound. Okay. And it was against Pittsburgh, who hasn't done anything at all this season, and we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. I've been saying Smiley's a lefty quite a lot here. Boston, at home, against lefties. 294 batting average, good for third in the MLB. 372 OBP, good for sixth in the MLB. 875 OPS, good for second in the MLB. And 333 BABIP, good for seventh. They absolutely tear up lefties when they are at home. And after last night's brutal loss, the Red Sox are going to be geared up to jump on Smiley from the first pitch they see from him tonight. And last closing thought, First five inning runs per game and runs per game allowed are extremely close for these two teams, Uh, whether you see home, away, whatever the case may be. So the pitching matchup is going to loom very heavy in today's game. I uh, definitely see that being one of the key reasons as to why Boston gets this first five win and the reason why I'm hammering in Boston Red Sox first five money line i love it man i red Sox have been one of my fir- favorites for first fives this year and yeah. it's uh you know whenever you get a lefty uh, yeah yeah and i you know i hope that you guys were able to see how deep i went with that one <laughs> yeah. i mean i am going deep now to make sure these bad boys hit i'm not even i'm not an inch below the surface we got 50 layers of shit and i'm down here looking for stats and analysis so there's play number two red Sox first five money line third play of the day I am going back to my boys. They look to be finally awake and alive again, and I am so ready to finally be able to start cashing some tickets on them again. My third pick of the day is the San Francisco Giants' first five money line. A lot of people are going to look at this matchup and say, oh, Johnny Cueto on the mound for the Giants. He's been struggling. Let me tell you something. He went on IL. He had to come back off of IL. Had to get his mechanics back. He has only considerably improved over each game back. He has allowed five runs in the first one back, then allowed two, then allowed one. And he's faced better offenses each single time. So I'm not buying the Johnny Cueto slander at this time. And I think the shimmy is going to be in full force today against this Arizona Diamondbacks team. However, He did shut down Cincinnati in his last matchup. I wanted to make sure to let you guys know this because Cincinnati has been star-studded on the offensive side of the ball this season. Even they are a little shaky right now. In that last outing, he pitched five innings, only allowed five hits, had four Ks, one walk, and gave up one earned run on 89 pitches. Mm -hmm. He is finally starting to find himself after that IL stint. Now, Merrill Kelly is on the mound for the Diamondbacks today, and he has been getting touched up by opposing teams all season long. There's no question about it. In his nine starts, he's pissed, pitched, pissed, <laughs> pitched 51 <laughs> and two thirds innings. He is two and five overall. He holds a 5.05 ERA, allows a 276 batting average, 329 OBP, 796 OPS, and 318 BABIP. So he has been allowing teams to light it up. Yeah, I think uh, your first word that you said is accurate there. Yeah, I don't he's, think been, you didn't correct he's been getting pissed off. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no. uh, first five inning runs per game. The Giants, even after a little bit of a slide, they still find themselves close to the top 10. They are 12th in the MLB in first five inning runs per game, averaging 2.57. Arizona 
way behind them, 19th in the MLB at 2.35. As far as first five inning runs per game allowed goes, the San Francisco Giants, even after that slide, like I just said, they had been first for a while, but now they're only second. 1.66 first five inning runs per game allowed on average, and Arizona, they're coming in at 17th in the MLB Mm -hmm. at 2.62 first five inning runs per game. Tonight, the Giants are going to hit a free will against Kelly. I have no doubt about that. They put up six first five inning runs last night, and I think they continue right where they left off. They won the game last night eight to nothing, so it's not like they just cooled off in the late innings. They kept it rocking and rolling, and I think that Johnny Cueto has some serious success against this Arizona Diamondbacks offense that out of nowhere has just started not to be able to make any type of contact with the ball. So all of that leads me to my third pick for the day, the San Francisco Giants first five money line. There you have it. I love it. There you have it. There were my three picks of the day. So there's Mag's three straight plays, my three straight plays. Now, it's time for the special play. It's time to bring this baby back. If you haven't been to a Wednesday episode yet, you're about to find out about the Wednesday Warrior. We preface it at the top of the show. However, it's time to get into it right now. Now, the team we are taking for our Wednesday Warrior selection today has been our baby. Mm-hmm. We actually took them as last week's Wednesday Warrior of the day, and they cashed for us. We have taken them during their regular season multiple, multiple mm-hmm. times, and I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that they have not even cashed. I could probably use three fingers yep. for the amount of times that they haven't cashed. So without further ado, let me stop rambling on about it. Partner. Who we taking for our Wednesday Warrior special my, play my man, of you the said, day? You said- Wednesday parlay pop-off. Now, I said it at the top, but the parlay pop-off has only been implemented twice now. This is the second official showing and locking in of the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. As my partner said, brought it last week. Mm-hmm. We had uh, two pushes in a win, and uh, I cashed it. We cashed it. So we're going for 2-0. and oh. Now, said also at the top that we take one of Mag's plays, one of my plays, and the Wednesday Warrior, parlay those bad boys up, and lock them in for a sweet, juicy play. Mm-hmm. So, you already heard the analysis. You already heard everything we have behind our plays. So, we're going to give you the parlay pop-off three legs right now. For the first leg of the parlay pop-off, we are taking, obviously, the Memphis Grizzlies plus nine. For the second leg of the parlay pop-off, we are going with Mag's pick in the Dodgers' first five money line. And for the third pick on the parlay pop-off, we are taking my Giants first five money line. So there you have it. The three picks for Wednesday's parlay pop-off, Memphis plus nine and a half, Los Angeles Dodgers first five money line, San Francisco Giants first five money line. There you have it. My best bets, Mag's best bets, the Wednesday warrior, the parlay pop-off. We gave it all to you. Now, you might be wondering, what if, well, I didn't pay attention. I didn't. I didn't hear everything you said. How, how in the world do I got to go back and rewatch the video? No, we got you covered. Sit back and relax and get ready to recap today's best bets of the day. Here we go. Let's get into it. One more time. 
our mags going with St. Louis versus Chicago White Sox under eight and a half. He is taking the Dodgers first five money line and the Padres full game money line. Myself, I'm sticking three first five plays, Mets first five money line, Red Sox first five money line, and the Giants first five money line. The TTL Cruz Wednesday Warrior special play of the day is the Memphis Grizzlies plus nine. And the Wednesday parlay pop-off, the Memphis Grizzlies plus nine, the Giants first five money line, and the Los Angeles Dodgers first five money line. There they are, our best bets of the day. Get out your sports books, get out your pen and paper if you're not in a legalized state yet. Whatever you gotta do, just make sure you sprinkle a little on down, hammer them home, lock them in, whatever you want to say. Just get them in at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. I could be a showcase model over here. Yeah, man. you're pretty doggone me, uh, good. Vanna White I was going to say, money, looking whenever Vanna she White. retires, give me out here. Me <laughs> Talking uh, Riley White over here, looking <laughs> just absolutely gorgeous. I got to get you a little dress and you can. <laughs> so there you have it, our best bets. Now you might also see down there in the corner the money line dice we couldn't forget about them they got to come back on every single episode so of course we got a roll for you today said it at the top of the show but they did have a bit of a rough outing last night with their detroit tigers pick the tigers were the underdog thought they might have been able to get it done with the indians kind of playing rough right now but they couldn't the dice didn't know the dice didn't have it last night We do apologize, but we still believe in the dice. We still trust the dice. So without further ado, it is time for today's Money Line Dice Roll. The handy carrying pouch has made its way to the TTL Production Studios. The dice are making their way out of said pouch as we speak. What a glorious, the home glorious spectacle. dice are on the table, and the ATS Moneyline dice are on the table. Now, today's matchup, if you didn't see it before on the previous page, we are headed to an NHL matchup today for the Moneyline Dice Roll. We are going to the matchup between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. Now, the Florida Panthers are the away team opening up as the plus 125 dog in this matchup. And the Leafs are obviously at home opening up as the minus 148 favorite. Lightning. You said Leafs. Oh, I'm sorry. The Lightning. Lightning Leafs, all the same type of deal. Uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I meant either way. So, Panthers lightning if you haven't been for a money line dice roll before you're about to see what goes down the first roll home or away are we taking what do we got dice the florida panthers or the lightning of tampa bay big game we will find out and the dice will tell us very soon in a three in a two in a one the away team. The away team. Florida okay, Panthers. Okay. My finger is on it. I am moving right here. You guys will get to see it very shortly. It's a big game dice. Don't steer us wrong big here. Big game dice. All right. Now, are the dice confident in the money line? The Panthers getting the outright upset, or are they going to give us a little bit of the plus one and a half support? Either way, we believe in the dice. We do. And we will find out in three. Two, one. ATS. Okay. There you have it. Now, partner, 
If you got anything to say, well, I go and show these kind folks just to prove that we did away an ATS. No problem. I will uh, catch you here in just a minute, pal. Show them what's up. A little, uh, little chalky here for the dice. I mean, uh, plus one and a half. I believe it's around minus 200. Had a nice little win the other day with the Canadians staying in that uh, two to one range, I think. So dice is going to go back to it, not getting real juicy, trying to get back in the win column. I'm going to ride with them. I'm a rider till I die on the dice, and I think my partner will say the same. Rider on the dice until we die. The dice <laughs> have spoken! We will hear none of your shit. We will hear none of the back talk. Because the dice know all. They may be 500 this week, but we still believe. And if you, too, believe with the TTL crew and trust in the dice with the fiery, burning passion that we do as well, lock in the Florida Panthers. Eat the chalk plus one and a half. Hammer it home. That is today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Thank you very much, Dice. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate your appearance. We will see you guys on tomorrow's show. There you have it. Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Now they really have it, partner. They got every single possible bit of value Mm -hmm. that we could have given them today. You guys got it all. You got my best bets. You got our mags best bets. You got the Wednesday Warrior. The Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off and the Moneyline Dice have now told you what you need to lock in. If you come around the TTL podcast just for our picks and analysis and to run some tickets to the window from first thing in the morning all the way till late in the evening... Thank you so much for stopping by. It's about to wrap up for the first half of the TTL podcast. If you are uh, one of our regular listeners and hang around for some of the banter and nonsense that we get into in the second half of the show, we're about to kick that off. So hang on and hang tight one second. But for those of you folks that just come around for the first half of the episode, thank you. Thank you so much for coming and uh, hammering in some picks, even though we had a couple of rough days. You know what we do. You know we take tickets to the window. The TTL crew isn't a bunch of losers. We're winners over here, and we've been winning for the long term. So we're going to get this turned around. Midway through the week seems to be just about the best time to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you're headed out of here, thanks for stopping by. Can't thank you enough. We hope you have a spectacular day, but y'all come back now, you hear? We got more tickets to cash, and we need you to help us bankrupt these books one play at a time. So have a great day. And now it's time. Let's kick it on down, partner. Slow it on back. Let me scoop my chair in here just a little bit and lock and load for the second half of today's podcast. The best part of the podcast where we get to show a little bit of our raw real versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. and not be so uptight and all about the analysis and like a suit yeah because that's what we are yeah not at all (laughs) not even close at all but without further ado it is time for today's rants and reactions partner uh you came into the uh studio today had uh one uh one you wanted to kind of kick things off with i saw that you uh had a little something written down what do we got going on man uh yeah first thing off the top Nothing too crazy, nothing that's going to set the internet ablaze, but the Oakland A's president tweeted on, I don't know which day it was, tweeted the other day from the Vegas Knights playoff game, tweeted a video of the stadium being awesome and going wild, everything looking awesome for a playoff game, 
and the Oakland A's president was there, and all he did was say, wow, this looks awesome. And, uh, you know, nothing crazy on the surface, but if you know a little bit about what's going on in the background with the Oakland A's, you know that they are a little bit, their stay in Oakland is a little bit in question, Mm -hmm. and the number one place that they would be expected to move to, if they were to move, would be Las Vegas. So their fan base was not exactly too thrilled with their president being in Vegas, (laughs) showing his admiration for a Las Vegas sporting event. I can understand that. Sure. I can definitely understand that. I can as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that they are gone in Oakland. Yeah. That's going to be my take from this. They are, they're, they're, they're in, they're in Las Vegas already in five years. They're there. They're already there. Yeah. I, uh, I'd 150% agree with you, man. You already had the Raiders make the move a few years back. Uh, they look very comfortable, very happy right. in their new home at Allegiant Stadium. You got the Vegas... Already, yeah, you, uh, sorry, you, the Vegas Knights are there. They're an expansion mm-hmm. team, and it's already going... And it's already Beyond going... Splendidly. Beyond what you would yeah, expect. Exactly. So get and, an established team in there, not right. too far from their hometown. Right. And, yeah. and you know, some of the, still the concerns and stuff going on in California and within Oakland, and the Oakland A's have been trying to get an updated stadium for the longest time, been trying to get this past that pass and the city of Oakland just seems to not like their sports teams. Their fan base is one of the most powerful, one Mm -hmm. of the most fun to be around, but their city is driving out their sports teams. Mm -hmm. And I hate to tell you, if you are a fan of the Oakland A's, you might be a fan of the Las Vegas A's here in a few months. So (laughs) I suggest you strap in for that now as well, because I'm with my partner Mm -hmm. 100%. I think they're out of Oakland. That low, low payroll might flip and be one of the top five payrolls in a few seasons. And (laughs) old Billy Bean might have a little bit more dough to work with and won't have to scrape the bottom of the barrel for those uh you know analytical then, then, players and then whatnot. maybe we uh we see a little repeat of moneyball you know and they don't have and to pinch the pennies as much a shitload of moneyball yeah just a shitload <laughs> of moneyball so that uh that was actually pretty interesting to me i didn't see that come out last yeah. night so i appreciate you bringing that to our attention sticking with some mlb want to say t's and p's to our man brandon russell Mm-hmm. of the Coda Cappers out in uh, North Dakota, or is it South Dakota? I can't remember. It's been sorry, a, guys. Sorry, boys. I can't. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> North Dakota. I'm, I'm positive it's North Dakota, but we live in the middle of the United States. You expect us to know. I mean, come on. Hey, we love you. We shout you out. However, why I say T's and P's, B-Russ does not play MLB baseball. No, no. He is a handicapper just like us, but he is a staunch fan of the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. Himself and myself go to the dirt quite often when his Indians come into Wrigley or when I go and or my Cubbies go to play his Indians. Now, with all that being said, a little bit of info came out. Seems to be that Mr. Zach Plesak didn't have his head screwed on all the way mm-hmm. tight. After Sunday's game, Mr. Plesak threw a little bit of a temp- temper tantrum in the locker room. And quote unquote, rather aggressively ripped off his jersey and caught his thumb on a chair in the locker room after the game on Sunday. Due to that, Zach Plesak has now been placed on the IL without a timeline. There is no 10-day, 15, 30-day, 60-day. Nobody knows. All we know is Zach Plesak is not starting for the Cleveland Indians anytime soon. No. I mean, eh, tough blow for the Indians. They're hanging around in the playoff picture, and, uh, you know, they need all the depth they can get in the starting pitching area. So, yeah, 
tough luck for uh tough look for all Zach please Zach yeah we'll see what happens uh, another speaking of tough look saw this come across my timeline out of nowhere was getting geared up for the Tokyo Olympics mm-hmm. coming a quick hot fast right around the corner we've been having a lot of the trials and stuff for some of our athletes here in in the US as far as the Olympics and the track and field stuff like that came across an article today that there is huge division in Japan right now mm. over these Olympics now the i want to say it correctly the asai shimbun newspaper in tokyo put out a release today saying that the tokyo olympics need to be shut down immediately they um obviously i don't uh speak mandarin or that's that's chinese uh, i i don't i don't know if it's definitely, japanese definitely. <laughs> i have i have no idea no clue i don't speak the language can't read the hieroglyphs however from what was interpreted in the article that i read there are mashing publications right now one are on the side of four tokyo olympics the other is against the tokyo olympics so it's absolute pandemonium in the media about equal to Aaron Rodgers and Packers news here in the United States is pretty much what's going on with the Tokyo Olympics there in Japan right now. Sorry I had to bring it up, but I needed something to that compare. And that's what it really seems that like. That was a really right fucking now. low blow. I'm sorry, but I mean, it is, it is a cluster over there in Japan. <laughs> and who knows? We might not have the Olympics here in a couple months. Yeah, a little late to be uh, having these conversations, two months. I would say. Yeah, two months. Two months, <laughs> and we're still jacking around, and, and the government's still questioning if we're going to have it or not. Yeah. So. And, you know, you hate to see it for some of these athletes because a lot of these athletes, they don't have professional leagues right, and no, organizations. Is, with uh, being pushed back last year, this is coming on five years of work yeah. instead of four years, yeah. which is already absurd. Yeah, and I mean, the work that they put in just to have this one event, mm-hmm. just the Olympics and the work they've put in their entire life to compete in the Olympics. Right. I mean, it's just sad. We have we have the world opening up day by day, minute right. by minute. Things are getting better, and for some reason, yeah, they still can't get uh, on the same page over there on the other side of the pond. I mean, at the very least, you would have to expect them to at least find some way for them to at least televise it and perform it. If you don't, if you have to have no fans, that's sure. Go ahead, that's fine. fine. But I mean, there's got to be a few gyms around here that we can figure out. Not here, but you know what I mean. Yeah, figure out or somewhere that you can figure out do, right? to uh, get these damn things, uh, you know, underway and over with. Right. I mean, uh, people like the Olympics, man. People love the Olympics, man. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Olympics oh, as my. well. Whether it's Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics. I'm always locked yeah. in. I absolutely love them. I mean, they only come around once every four years or once every six, so you, mm-hmm. you got to be ready to rock and roll when they do. Um, speaking of no fans, maybe actually a boatload of fans. Depending on where you the go. The matchups in the NHL have yeah. been electric because of the fans. Uh, we have three more NHL games on tap tonight. Three game sixes. Ooh. Three game sixes, ladies and gentlemen. So it should be getting real, real hot and heavy here uh, for these matchups tonight. Yeah, I'm excited for, uh, you know, you got Vegas and the Wild. That one's been a good one. I'm excited for that one. Mm -hmm. I'm blanking on the third one. I know we got the uh, Lightning and Panthers. That should be a good one. Mm -hmm. And Um, then it would be the Penguins and the Islanders. Is that the third one? Okay. Yeah, that one's probably been the tightest series of all of them. Yeah. Um, I am uh, still waiting to cash that Islanders to win the series boosted to plus 330. Really hope that happens tonight. They got the commanding 3-2 lead. They're at home where they've played better. I think that they get it done here against the Gwens. The Gwens have not played well in New York all year, so... I'm very intrigued to see if the Islanders push through here in game six. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if playing at home tonight, Minnesota can even up the series at 3-3. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised at that at all. We see a game seven there. And then uh, the Lightning and Panthers, the Panthers. Who knows, man. That one's going to be kind of a toss-up. I think the Panthers get that outright. I would not have been upset at all if the Dice would have given us the money line. Yeah. Uh, the way they played and took control of that game in the third period, I mean, they're just a pesky team. They just stay around, mm-hmm. stay around, stay around. And then as soon as you let your guard down, start playing defensive again against them they just start lasering pucks in right i mean they won four to one uh, a couple days ago yeah, so our man joel quenville knows how to adjust in yes the series. he does coach q you gotta miss him but you still gotta love him that yep. is our guy for sure so still getting hot and heavy in the nhl playoffs uh the only team still waiting around to see how things are shaping up in the second round you got the avalanche the bruins and the jets mm-hmm. still hanging out so those teams uh getting some good rest here as yeah, we have uh, a lot of the other teams getting into their sixth and seventh games so another little something for you to think about there with those other three teams that have been hanging out on this extended rest period. See who you might want to be playing in the first game of the series here coming up. More playoff action going on. Obviously, you know the NBA playoffs are in full swing, oh, so yeah, we man. got them rocking and rolling right now. The Clippers find themselves in an 0-2 hole after dropping another one to the yeah, Mavs last it's night. It's a mess, my man. I mean, they basically tanked their way into the spot to avoid the Lakers, and now they can't even handle these damn Mavericks. They keep getting favored by six, seven, eight points, and uh, I stayed away from it last night. I wish I would have taken the Mavs, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe, I mean, like I said yesterday, we said it all year, Mavs string a couple big wins together, and it's like, okay, Mavericks, are we about to finally be the team everyone thought we were going to be? And then they, you know, they come right back to earth. Well, now they go to Dallas, where they haven't been great at all, all season, haven't covered many spreads at home all season. I don't know, maybe playoff Luka, just Uh, a different beast, I I mean, what, he dropped 39 last night? Yeah, I mean, he looked absolutely great against the Clippers. Um an opposite of 0-2, 2-0, Nets taking a commanding oh, yeah. 2-0 lead over the Boston Celtics. That doesn't even mention worth a uh, wasting of breath. They dominated from start to finish they last night. They scary, man. Oh, Goodness. my gosh, they, they look, look scary. scary. And if you have Joe Harris dropping 22 yeah, in the first half... It's a wrap. I don't even need to say any more no. about that series. It's going down. It is over with for the Celtics. I mean, they might as well just pack their bags up. I know well, you not said only, it last yeah, night. Not only that, uh, Blake Griffin looks like, I mean, obviously he doesn't look like all-star Blake Griffin from the Clippers, but I mean, he does not look like the guy no. who can't dunk in Detroit. He no. had a the poster that he threw down last night was absurd. And I mean, I tweeted it out. It was James Harden doing his... You know, his tip, you know, vintage, not even vintage, it's still his prime, obviously. See basket, get basket. Yeah, you know, the crossover, I thought he was going to pull up, passes to Kyrie, passes back to Harden, and then Blake Griffin for the poster. It's just unfair. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to roll right through these Eastern Conference playoffs, honestly. Absolutely. Uh, Your win last night, Lakers evened up Mm -hmm. the series against the Suns, 1-1. CP3, it looks like a little something's up with him, man. It doesn't look like he's 100p. Hopefully uh, hopefully a little rust will take care of it, but I don't know. Yeah, I hope so, but it does not look good after last night. Last night's game, no. uh, they might have uh, really pissed off the Lake Show and and woke them back up. Yeah, to like say I the said least. yesterday, I've seen this movie too many times where LeBron gives up game one and then mm-hmm. uh, you know rolls right on back and yep. 
takes the series in five or six games. Obviously, uh, we got Grizzlies Jazz tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see if the Grizzlies can take that 2-0 lead or if the Jazz are able to even up the series. You got Philadelphia in Washington. Might have a play on Washington uh, a little later once I do a little bit more investigating. I'm torn. Uh, Obviously, Philly leads the series 1-0. It was kind of close throughout the whole game, and then the fourth quarter just kind of started to unravel for Mm -hmm. the Wizards. Uh, They were able to cover in that game, but uh, it was only by one point, so I'm not too sure. And then... uh, uh, you got probably the most interesting one, the one everybody's been looking yeah. forward to, and that is the Knicks versus the Hawks. Trey Young's father has said he loves being the MSG villain. Mm-hmm. He does not care what they think. He does not care if people see him telling them to be quiet with his finger yeah. up here like this <laughs> yeah. instead of over his mouth. It doesn't matter either way. He loves the spot he's in. Um, you know, with it being game two in MSG, I don't see the Knicks getting getting another loss on there. I'm so I'm, torn. I'm torn one. on it as well. I know that there were some huge bets placed in the last few weeks of the season for the Hawks to be the outright winner of the you 2021 playoffs, which is super excessive. But we can be saying this right now on May 26, 2021, and then we get down a few months, and that grin on your face is completely entirely different. Hey, I'll clip the shit out of it right Go now. Ahead. Just to see but uh i don't know i don't think they're any type of firepower but we'll see what happens tonight i think the knicks even the series back up but i don't know if i have the guts to uh put know. a play on that one or not i'm honestly leaning towards the hawks but i have no i don't want to i like i enjoy betting on the knicks it's fun to root for the knicks right now yeah they are fun. not just they're they just a fun. fun team but you got some nostalgia factor for us with Derek rose and tom thibodeau and Taj, Taj gibson out right. there man i mean right i don't enjoy betting against those guys it's just not fun for me yeah, I would have to agree with you. So I'm kind of torn on that as well because I've loved betting with the right. Knicks all season So that probably long. means we should stay away, yeah. but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, outside of that, that's about all of our rants and reactions. Let's give you just a quick little update uh, for some TTL news here. Now, told you yesterday on the pod, if you stopped by, if you came to hung out, hang out, we, uh, we said, hey. Y'all been asking about Twitch. You're going to do some gaming. You're going to do some live betting. You're going to do some stuff on there. Ask and ye shall receive. We will be on there. Now, we uh, dove deep yesterday, got rocking and rolling, and hit some serious, serious snags. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were working on it from the moment we stopped hitting recording here till about 4.30, quarter to 5. I was on it uh, Central Time last night. I was having some serious internet issues, some upload-download issues. Obviously, you can tell those issues are no more Mm -hmm. as we are streaming live Mm -hmm. this morning. However, I was a wreck last night trying to figure out how I was going to figure it out. I was on the phone with my IT guy trying to get him to walk me through it was remoting into my computer trying to figure out all that nonsense i mean it was a cluster fucking a half folks yeah. i don't wish uh i don't wish being on the phone with xfinity customer service or any customer oh. service for that matter uh i don't wish that upon my worst yeah enemy. i mean i i was i was going deep in the trenches <laughs> with these xfinity folks let me tell you that for sure my it's partner pretty. my partner couldn't do anything he just had to sit back on the couch and watch me work and just watch me get deeper and deeper into a hole we with, with we laughed at the dude yeah, once which with, is bogus yeah, but but, you know, but, but you want to know something funny we'll tell you why we laughed and then we'll we'll give you a couple other updates now 
I uh, I said, well, sir, what what can we do? I I don't understand. I mean, I need to have my internet. I'm a content creator. This is what I need. I need to have this up and live and active and going. He's like, well, there's nothing that I, I more I can do from my end. There's just really nothing else. We've ran tests. We've done this. We've looked this. It's showing great from our end. I don't know what to tell you. So the last option that you have is to get a tech to come out. And I thought, okay, well, uh, the only option is you got to get him out here today. And it was about three o'clock central standard time at the time that I said, Hey, can you get him out here today? Four or five o'clock shit. I'll even let him come out here eight, nine o'clock. I don't even care as long as somebody can come out. Yes. Let me look. He says, so I hear some looking, 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 looking all of a sudden he says, okay, so I have the appointment scheduled and it looks like the most available date is going to be Saturday at 4 PM. Excuse me. What's up? What 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 did you just say? So uh, was was uh, immediately turned off by that fact. Uh, we we immediately as soon as that came out of his mouth, uh, we both we both looked at each other from opposite ends of uh, the studio and were like, "Yeah, right, that ain't gonna happen." Uh, so told him that just wasn't an option. Hung up the phone on Xfinity. Got on the phone with the IT guy. And thank you so much, Keith Stanberry. If you are watching this or happen to pop by the episode, you are the man. You got us back live and rocking. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We would not be the TTL Production Studios without your help. So Keith, thank you so much. Massive, massive shout out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Outside of that, as far as any TTL news updates, um, sorry we were so inactive off of Twitter yesterday. That was the reason why we were neck deep in the muck of Mm -hmm. internet problems and technology problems all day yesterday and trying to tweet and focus on that. It was just a mess and a half. We are back today. We are live in primetime. We have no issues, no problems, no drama. As soon as we get done here, we're going to do a nice little practice stream. We're going to check some stuff out, make sure everything's working. So don't go looking around all over the place trying to find us. Just be cool, relax. We'll let you know when you can see us live in primetime and everything's looking good. So that'll be rolling out. We'll have some other updates and stuff rolling out to you. We'll be all over the Twitter sphere today. You will not miss us. We promise you that. We are back and we are live we have no qualms on the horizon today nope so that does it for today's rants and reactions how about we get this podcast this episode number 45 on this beautiful may 26 2021 wrapped up with a little bit of Colts Motivation Minutes. Go for it, man. What do you say? What do you say? All right. Well, had uh, a few messages this week that uh, a lot of you guys, uh, and I mean, it, it kind of chokes me up thinking about it. it. The fact that you guys reach out to me in my DMs and and tell me that my message impacted you today or made you think about something else and start applying something else in another area that's what I do this for. I don't I do not do this to make myself look good and, oh, I can pe- preach motivation and I'm whole high and mighty. Hey, I'm the first one to tell you I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I still have to work at these things. I still have to do these things. But I have G4 classification. Talk about these things, as I always say, because I do implement and work at them every single day. But with that all being said, I can't thank you guys enough. If I reach just one of you out of the hundreds of you that uh, see us live or uh, consume any of our content, I did my job. So moving on to uh, today's motivation minutes. Something uh, that was kind of weighing on my heart, I've been seeing just a lot of shade and a lot of hate and just, you know, it kind of got on my heart um, that when I was seeing that White Sox and Cardinals brawl and I saw there's a 
a pile of girls smashing each other and then everybody around has their phone out and laughing and it's and if you look at that picture and don't see something wrong with that Mm -hmm. there might be a little something wrong with you i hate to say it and you know that kind of all stemmed probably from oh you're ugly this and that or oh you're stupid this and that you don't know what you're talking about and then it just blows up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. so for my message of the day kind of focusing on that haters and the shade and all that stuff that seems to be going on so heavily online nowadays. I wanted to share this quote with you today, and I'm not sure of the original author. I've had it with me and kept it close to my heart for quite some time. But today's quote of the day is, their opinion will never become my reality. I'll say it for you again, for those of you that didn't hear it in the back, their opinion will never become my reality. It doesn't matter what somebody wants to say on social media. It doesn't matter what somebody thinks about your doing or what you are doing or what you've been doing. It doesn't matter what they think about you face to face. What matters is between you and you. What's in somebody else's head is not inside your head. What somebody else's thinks thinks about you has no direct correlation to the success and the achievements that you can have in your life. Zero. Zero. Stop letting somebody who is below the 50 layers of shit and has the time to say something negative to you, if they have the time to seek you out and say something negative about you, what does that tell you? They took the time to seek you out. Think about what I said there first. They took their hard-earned energy and time to say something negative to you. So really, who's that hurting? Is that hurting them and spinning them into more of a negative mindset farther down into the hole of failure and regression? Or is that actually impacting you or is it just some BS words on a page? All I want to do is share that perspective with you guys. There is nobody on this planet that has any type of effect on your success and what you do. I know it's easy to play into it. I know it's easy to see the comments. I know it's easy to see the down likes. I know it's easy to see all the bad things. But the hard part is to let it all go to the side. If you take that time, if you focus your energy on you, and believe you me, I know it's hard. I know it's not easy to tune all that out. But one final thought that I wanted to leave you with on today's Motivation Minutes. If their light was shining as bright as yours is, do you think that they would even notice yours? I don't think so. I really don't. So today, I want you to remember their opinion will never become my reality. And that does it for my motivation minutes for today. Wanted to get a little heavy and a little bit deep there with you guys. Uh, wanted to get uh, pretty serious because, yeah, one, because a lot of that has, uh, has been really getting to me lately, man. And being a content creator, being somebody, you know, it's actually surprising. I would, I honestly expect to see more chirping yeah. and more bullshit and more like, hey, you guys fucking suck, 0 for 6, whatever. I expect to see more of that. 
and we don't. We and kinda, I, we kind of cut it down pretty early, if I'm yeah, being honest. You know, and and I don't know if it's because I have that presence of I don't put up with that shit, or if I do my motivation minutes here, we have a little bit more of uh, a perspective to it. I don't know what that is, but it has never bothered me. It has never gotten to me, even when somebody does or wants to jump in our DMs or we had some guy chirping us about our logo mm-hmm. of, uh, last week, whatever. We're already getting that figured out, worked out. That's 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 a whole nother rabbit hole that I can yeah. get down later that we're already figuring out. But I didn't chirp back. I didn't worry about it. I didn't care about it. We've had people come on our page and tell us XYZ we did was unprofessional. I slam right back at them and they don't say a single word. So whosoever opinion is out there let me tell you this also opinions are like assholes Mm -hmm. everybody got them and they fucking stink so (laughs) i suggest you just stop worrying about what everybody else thinks man because it only hurts you Mm -hmm. and it's something that i struggled with for a very 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 long time and i would have never been able to do this and come to you and be able to be live and in prime time and look like I've been doing this for a hundred years and went to school for this if I did give a damn about what other people thought. I would not be able to do this. But I don't. I don't. I do this for the one person that it hits you right here square in the chest. Or the one person that actually sees all the energy and the effort and the drive and the grind that it takes to just give you one simple hour and a half video. All you see is the video. All the behind the stuff, me and this guy, it's only me and this guy, if you haven't heard before. I know mm-hmm. we say it a lot, but there ain't no TTL production team. There ain't no social media team. There ain't no nothing. It's me and this guy. So we put in the effort, we put in the work, and that only leads me to another point of if you put in the effort and the work, then what do you got to worry about? Right. What are you concerned what other people think if you know your efforts and your drive and what you do in the background? Because they don't see that. They just see what everybody else sees. They don't see what only you see. So one more time, why the hell not? Their opinion will never become my reality. All right, there you have it. As always, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the mind, or festering in the soul that you've just been dying to get out to the kind degenerates that decided to stop by episode number 45 of the TTL pod on this beautiful May 26, 2021. I had something, but I uh, slipped my mind this morning. I do have something. It's not as juicy. Okay. A little uh, interesting tidbit. Ooh. I'm sure you saw it all over Twitter, but Joe West uh, broke the record for most umpired games, I believe it was. Don't know the number, but yeah. last night broke the record. Bit of a bit of a goofy. He's a well-known umpire, goofy, uh, you know, interesting personality. There, I, I want to say it was Nolan Arenado. If not, might have been one of the other Cardinals. That's not as important though. But it was someone who was like, one early on in my career, first time uh, Joe West was behind the plate. I came up to the plate, didn't say anything, just got ready. He calls time and says. Hey pal, I don't know where uh, where you grew up from, but around here, we, you would uh, say hi to me first uh, first AB. Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it was I Arenado. I could be totally it. wrong on that. Maybe it was Goldie. Maybe it was someone different team. I'm not positive. Sure. Not as important, but interesting guy, funny yeah. guy. Always had some, uh, you know, interesting uh, White Sox long time play by play guy. Not anymore. Retired, but uh, always had some interesting words for him yeah. uh, in the negative sense. But uh, apparently they're friends now. But anyways, goofy guy. Uh, congrats on uh, you know. 
breaking the record. So you know, it's funny you say that. Um, yeah, congratulations to uh, Joe West breaking that record. But um, it's funny you kind of say that story in addition to it. I don't care if the umpire was wearing green. Every time I step in that box, I dig in the first foot, get ready to roll. I stick stick back the head. How we doing, blue? Every single time, yeah. I'm calling in blue. How we doing, blue? And then we're playing ball. Yeah, every time. This I was a leadoff I, this batter, so that's what I did. Because he called time. <laughs> I get, actually, the tweet still said like pitcher started as wind up. He said yeah. time <laughs> around here, pal. You say hi to me first at bat. Play ball. <laughs> oh, and then he was like, and then we've been friends for the last ten years. That was legend. the last. That was the absolute last part. legend. That, that is a great way. Great way to cap it off. So congratulations to uh, Joe West. I'm not sure what the number is, but Mm -hmm. uh, congrats on that. Uh, We have the action for you. Ready to rock and roll, kids. That is today's show. As always, thank you so much for stopping by for this brief, what now, hour and 12 minutes we've been going on at this. Thank you guys for stopping by every single day, whether you're on the live stream or catch the video after the live show, or you catch us on the audio podcast version. Thank you for all of your support and continually listening to us. Even when we have just a quick bump in the road or two here, uh, you know how we do, you know, we cash tickets, you know, we do this for a living and we take it very seriously. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you smash the like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating if you're on the podcast directory. All that good stuff. I know I said it at the top, but we cannot tell you how much we appreciate when you guys do that. And it only allows us to make this bigger and better for each and every one of you. So if you like what we're putting down, you like the Talking Align sports media crew, the two guys you see live on your screen from 9 to roughly 1030 every single day. Please leave us uh, leave us a like, leave us a comment, share us, uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your brothers, tell your uncles, because we are here to stay and we don't plan on going nowhere. It is a daily grind, seven days a week. We hammer in bets, even if we have a rough day here or there. We don't let it take the wind out of our sails. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide. From myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.